0: You're listening to Be Still and Grow, the GCC Ladies Podcast with Catherine, Heather,
1: and Nicole, where we dive into deep theological topics and real life issues through the art of conversation.
2: So take a seat at the table with us. Four, two.
0: Well, hello, 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 and welcome to the Be Still and Grow (laughs) podcast. They're so eager. Go for it. Hello. (laughs) Well, we got a special treat for you guys today. We have some amazing guests. You know who they are? (laughs) You know who they are. They're called Nicole, Heather, and myself. (laughs) (laughs) that's that's all the special you need right there so just mainly with those two my yeah. goodness y'all are so special <laughs> you're so special yeah. and moving on now <laughs> <laughs> well like i say yeah so we don't have any guests today but um we haven't had a we haven't recorded in a hot minute was just the, the three of us yeah. so um we thought it would we also would treat you guys as well with just our presence so, <laughs> nothing more you're welcome nothing <laughs> awesome. so um also happy 4th of july y'all great job america
3: (laughs) for hundreds of years independence you're just
0: killing it america um so congratulations on that that's a pretty big deal i would think so i think the america is all about it we're all celebrating it all those things like that so um are y'all big 4th of july people are y'all do y'all like all the foods and stuff like that I know you think I'm just getting into it. We're not going to blow past it. Happy birthday, (laughs) Nicole! Happy birthday to you! (laughs) It's it's cool, America, but it is Nicole Jones' birthday today. And so we're very excited that you were born today.
2: Yes. More so than America. Wow. Thank you.
0: Shout out Hadley Lawrence. Oh,
1: yes. Yes. Hi, Hadley.
2: (laughs) Miss Feather says hi. Happy birthday. (laughs)
0: Um. But yes, happy birthday! We are very grateful <laughs> for your birthday, and the day that you were born. Thank you, Lord. So yes. <laughs> it was a special day. You did a good job. Like thanks to de- America's Independence, that was super cool too. <laughs> but she's yeah, she's pretty top notch. So
2: and we do promise to not try to kill you with a ceiling fan this year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, oh,
1: gosh, year. oh, death cabin 2.0. No, no,
2: yeah, we're not <laughs> planning
0: that this year. And so, people are listeners, if you don't remember, last year. Uh, for Nicole's birthday, we surprised her with a trip to Helen, Georgia, and so found a cabin. I still, I'm so sorry. It was, it looked great from the photos. It looked phenomenal, but turns out it was a depth cabin. It was a great price. price.
3: Yes, it was a great great price. price.
0: It sat up the river. That was probably the best. It was really beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, the river was definitely the best part. That view sitting out on the back porch, but. Yeah, we had a ceiling fan fall down, (laughs) almost killed uh, Nicole there. (laughs) In the middle of the night. It was dark. Oh, yeah. So if you don't remember that, go back to some of our previous podcast mm-hmm. I don't remember
1: what probably like on. episode Four or one yeah Four yeah two.
0: yeah yeah and so we go into the full story about the death cabin yeah. and so because it's it's pretty wild yeah. <laughs> so, but we all survived it's all good we, did. So, we won't we won't put you through that again this year and so no fans you don't have to worry about anything just fans of you oh, there's a lot yeah. of fans of yeah. you and so everybody loves Nicole <laughs> that's an awkward concept <laughs> I mean it's like I mean you can't go a Sunday without someone saying something great about Nicole I yeah. mean she's loving every second of this and I um, am a Nicole yeah. fan <laughs> <laughs> I'm a super fan. She's fantastic. So, um, we'll move on. But please leave comments. Te- you can text her. You can reach out to her. Tell her happy birthday. She and how much you appreciate her? Yes, she yes. does a lot for us. Yes. you'd like us to keep going? Let's <laughs> 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 wrap left. it up. <laughs> um, but yes. So, like I said, it is the Fourth of July. Um, are y'all big in the Fourth of July? Do Y'all do the barbecues? Like, do y'all is there like a certain food, like kind of like Thanksgiving? Do y'all get really excited, like, oh man, I can't wait to have this kind of food for the Fourth of July. Or um, how do y- how is y'all's Fourth of July?
2: I do love a good charcoal grill mm. burger. Mm. Just saying. Yeah. So yeah, we do mm. the regulars burgers and brats or burgers and dogs, whatever. The kid to adult ratio. Is. <laughs> 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 got to be spent on the pool or on water, you know, in yeah. Subway, and got to see fireworks. Mm. So
0: I realize you said in some way. I thought you said and Subway, Subway, Subway. Holds- I want to eat fresh. I know hold a special place in my heart. <laughs> I was like, okay,
3: well, you <laughs> had me, and you lost me, but okay, okay. Nothing <laughs> says America like Subway, <laughs> right? All right, it's true. Um
0: yeah i yeah i'm the same i like just the regular foods i feel like you find at a barbecue and so like i do i love a burger tremendously i like i'm a big side person so i love potato salad i love the coleslaw baked beans i feel like this came in my mind this is super random sorry people (laughs) but i was like you need to whatever thing that's happening Fourth of july i know it's your birthday but you (laughs) should make she makes great deviled eggs with uh it was a brown sugar bacon bacon yeah yes shameless plug Magnolia table. magnolia <laughs> table yes. candy bacon mm. she makes a great one yeah if she you do that again
2: it. i won't be sad
0: right <laughs> so. i will i will make them yeah. <laughs> it's like we could make it for your birthday but i don't think you just make it so good and
2: then like the last time she made them she even put was it the uh, green onions? Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Oh
2: gosh. So I don't good. think I got to partake in that. So yeah. no, you're was in trouble. So, so. try again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, it was. It was really good. <sighs> okay. Yeah, we <we're> have <laughs> to move on. <laughs> Getting hungry. Barbecue time. I All think
1: right. barbecue on July Fourth is like a must. Mm-hmm. The way that my family has celebrated Fourth of July has changed over the years. Surprisingly so, um, but you know, we're always down for a barbecue. Mm. And I feel like I don't really, like we don't usually do much for Memorial Day, which is like the other big barbecue like day of the year or whatever. But I'm a sucker for that too. Mm. Like just backyard barbecue. But it can't be too big because otherwise I'm like, I'll be <laughs> inside.
0: <laughs> you think there's like a, what do you, if you, if you think of like 4th of July, do you think there's like a go-to dessert that like you're like, you have to have mm. this for 4th of July? A birthday cake with an American flag <laughs> on yes, it. Yes, I do agree. <laughs> <laughs> so please send your, your cakes to Nicole. No, That's yes. Her address is, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 I'm just kidding. Man. <laughs> She's like, we got to get these cakes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, it would be a bad thing. I mean,
2: you could, things
0: could get <laughs> stolen,
2: but you could get cake. So. I mean. <laughs> sometimes there's cost. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. You know.
0: Um. I don't know. In my mind, I think like it's not a dessert, but I just think watermelon. I feel like you have to have a watermelon Mm, at a a cookout. So
2: I don't I love dessert, Mm -hmm. but I don't do dessert that much. I don't know why like Brett's side of the family is not they don't do a whole lot of sweets Mm -hmm. at all. Um, so they never really do desserts. And then gosh, on my side of the family, (laughs) my grandma has like nine different cakes and pies Mm -hmm. and all the things, but we're usually on this side of the state. Yeah. <laughs> there those, so I don't know that we ever really do desserts much, but yeah, like yeah. fresh fruit or something is usually our sweet thing, I think.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: And I uh, actually do not prefer cake.
1: Mm-hmm. That is not my chosen. Yeah. I mean, birthday cake is like a, yeah, that's going to happen. I agree. Sometimes I you can't control that, and that's mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. But like fresh fruit. Or, like, a really light angel food kind of cake situation mm-hmm. with like blueberries as the blue line, Cool Whip or uh, whipped yeah, cream, yeah. strawberries. Mm-hmm. Like, my Is mom Someone used to taking that. notes.
2: Is someone doing this?
1: In <laughs> my mind. I have, Nicole file. I have a file for everybody. So, it in there.
3: So.
1: <laughs> I used to hate the cheesy patriotic decorations and stuff, but like, as I've gotten older, it's kind of kitschy, but I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't buy me American Flag stuff. <laughs> I don't like, need a home full <laughs> of American flag stuff,
0: but yeah. every time I see something in the store, though, like I saw a pillow, a throw pillow, not that long ago, it was uh, American flag and stuff like that. But it was, it had a camper on it, and oh, so. That's cute. But nice. then I was like, <laughs> that's Nicole, all day. Yeah. But I thought, like, she's probably like, oh my gosh, like, why did you buy this?
1: And no, because so. sometimes it's like, dang it, why do I like that? <laughs> <Right>.
2: <laughs> exactly. Okay. Yeah, I used to not like it either, but now, like, you know that my house stay every year for memorial day mm-hmm. i order our house a new american flag cuz we have to oh. give her you know a little yeah. little uplift Research. sometimes mm-hmm. so yeah we usually need a, a a new flag every memorial day so that stays memorial day through labor day is my house is like red white and blue that's what we oh. do
3: we have
1: such know. a perfect
2: yeah. house for that too yeah. yeah that typical white house on a hill kind of thing <laughs> <laughs> one day i'll get a picket fence but mm. Just kidding, I'm not. Heck <laughs> <So,
0: laughs> yeah, I like that.
2: Hmm.
0: I'm going to go back and buy the pillow now. Oh, like a surprise. I like I surprised. I I never told you. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Happy birthday. <Bride. laughs> um, but yeah, I, lo- I love, um, it's a good time. I wouldn't say like I was like, I love 4th of July. I do, but yeah, it's a good time. I don't like how I said all that. <laughs> 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 I'm not a fan of that at all. Um but I yeah, I'm the same. I love a good barbecue. I love I mean, anytime you can get together and eat it's always a good time. So yeah. just fellowship and getting together. Um, whether you're you're celebrating the fourth of July or you're celebrating a you know, amazing person's birthday. <laughs> it's a good day to get together. <laughs> it's a great occasion. <laughs> right? Oh yeah. Um that's what the the there we have fireworks near us, it's in Petrie City, and they shoot off and that's and mm-hmm. they don't do it for the fourth of July. It's just for Nicole's birthday. And yeah, so, right, right. right, I don't right. Know. <laughs> yeah. It goes up and says
2: HBD Nicole. Right. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> That'd be cool. I thought it'd be very expensive. I wouldn't do that. Yeah,
2: sorry, that would be a waste.
0: No. It would just like, love you. <laughs> 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 Please do the pop up. And look at it, it says it. You can't see it. It's like it's all sporadic,
1: but it's there. <laughs> just let the fireworks happen and then put, po- oh, you missed it. Oh, yeah. Sorry yeah. to oh, go, but you know, it was there. We but, spent $1,000 know. on it. Yeah. <laughs> That's don't <still>. do that. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you buy yeah. the fireworks on July 5th when they're like 80% oh, off. yeah, yep, yep. yeah, yeah.
0: That's what you do. save. <laughs> I say we go up to the death cabin, <laughs> take some fireworks, <laughs> <and> just, <laughs> I'm down those cabins. Arson! No, we're not gonna do that. Oh gosh! <laughs> just kidding. But um, oh, cool. Anything else that y'all do, especially for Fourth of July time? No,
1: just yeah. fond memories. Mm-hmm. My dad used to take me to McDonald's every like Fourth of July morning, and we would get hot cakes and like Aww. do the whole thing because my mom was decorating the house, but those traditions of god oh but they're I sweet memories yeah
0: I mean, it would be it would be cool though if he did do that this time and he's like <laughs> it took you and then like they could surprised you that would be very sweet
2: and you came home and there's like a bouncy house in the backyard uh, of like happy birthday and you get to jump know. and bounce and play
0: then would be good for your mom I, that was a
2: crazy <laughs> story when i was like she broke her foot uh, I was like,
0: "Why is she on a bouncy house?" I know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: not
0: not that long ago, y'all. Yeah.
1: Not not that long ago, this happened. But
2: mm. yeah. your mom was on a bouncy house yeah. and broke she- her. Fa-
1: yes, because you know the mm. nephews or whomever had a bouncy house, and she was like, "That's a good idea. I'm that. gonna do
2: that." Mm. Famous last words. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Still Danford. <laughs> <weird>. I'm <Right. laughs> gonna call any names here, but <laughs> oh man,
0: but but that would be cool. But. As with that, we'll move on. But unless
1: we could continue to talk about
2: your birthday, let's not talk love.
1: about my birthday, but let's talk about the other event that circles around this time of year for Be Still and Grow.
2: Mm. Dun 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 dun. dun.
1: We are almost at our one-year anniversary <laughs> of episodes. I was suspense, like,
0: what is it? What is it? I was like, did we sign a declaration of independence? You're like, you're like <laughs> you look like a puppy dog. What, yeah. What's happening? What's happening? We There's we not very us, often Catherine. that
1: Catherine is surprised by what we're talking about. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we talked about this right before, too. I clearly forgot about it.
1: <laughs> that was way too much on your birthday,
0: so. Okay, yeah. ahead, sorry. No,
1: No No, but we're almost there. It'll yeah. be in August, and... Super exciting! We have some special things coming for our listeners. Um, <laughs> we'll be launching some merch. You might see a plug for the Death Cabin. Yeah. Who knows?
2: <laughs> but um, be on the lookout for that. And we're so excited! So yes. yeah, we yeah. Have, we we just thank you guys so much. Yeah. Like, I mean, almost probably a year ago to this day, Catherine and Nicole are driving down the road and like, hey, <laughs> I think we should do a ladies podcast. <laughs> I'm like, okay. And now, who knew that? Yeah, you know, there would be so many people who just i've been encouraged by it and so we just thank you guys for hanging out with us on mm-hmm. bi-weekly basis
0: yeah i would say the exact same thing thank you guys for listening it has been i say it constantly it has been an humbling uh, experience that we get to have this opportunity to talk about god and uh talk about life and issues and different things and um and that y'all listen to it that is just the most shocking thing to me it's like uh, especially when we release early tuesday morning how many people get up and listen to it first thing is insane to me and so i we could not thank you guys enough for taking the time to listen and and hopefully as we say on all of our podcasts at the end is that they're encouragement to you and they're helpful to you and um you know you're able to, to get something from them so because all we i mean we say it all the time but like you know, I feel like the entire time we're just going blah, 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 <laughs> yeah. And so the fact that you're able to get anything from that is uh, encouragement and fantastic. So thank you guys so much for listening. So,
2: yeah. yeah. And everybody who's who's been on it. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Yes. yes. We, yes. I don't think we've had anybody that we've asked mm-hmm. and they were just like, yeah, no. <laughs> like, no? I mean, obviously uh, most mm-hmm. of them are like, oh, this is nerve wracking. I don't yeah. know about this. But all the guests that we've had on, I mean, mm-hmm. this. It would. It has been such an encouragement to me, mm-hmm. and I knew that the Lord was going to grow my heart more than anybody else's through all of mm-hmm. this, and He has done just that. And so, yeah. thank yeah. you to everyone who's been on, and yeah, yeah, can't absolutely. believe it's been a year.
0: I know, <laughs> it's crazy, y'all. Um, why are we here, Nicole? <laughs> 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 well,
1: today we're here to talk about the facade of control, mm-hmm. and. All of the caveats that come with that when we think we're in control and then we really find out we're not Mm. and the emotions that come with that and the struggles that we go through because of that and hopefully providing some hope and how to deal with that in the midst of disappointment, in the midst of anxiety, and all of the other types of emotions that we have that are rooted in failure of understanding that we are not in control. Yeah,
0: Mm. exactly. Exactly. Um. So, yeah, so we're just, this is basically a, a very, just raw conversation, you know, we are just going to talk about, because I feel like we, any, well, I wouldn't say, like, we're, we struggle, we don't want to struggle with this, I feel like anyone struggles with disappointment, anyone struggles with control, we're very prideful people, and we want to control, we want to uh, put our hands on everything and think that we have the best solution to all life's problems and, and we're faster than the Lord and we have a better plan and all that terribleness. <laughs> and so, <laughs> um, so this is kind of like just us talking about those kind of things and just kind of seeing God's faithfulness at the end of it because no matter what we go through or any kind of disappointment, God is always faithful and his plan is always better than our plans. Mm-hmm. And so, um, <clears throat> and so, um, Maybe I would like to talk about that first or you just want me to go right on into it? Well, I think you hit a, a big hitter in that it's pride.
1: Oh, yeah. And like, mm-hmm. I think our first, my first, I'll have to speak for myself, first gut reaction is, no, it's not. <laughs> like, that's not pride. Is
2: that, is that pride talking about? <laughs> <laughs> right. pride
3: but here's the thing. It.
1: Here's the thing about pride to like level set the conversation is that pride is not a conscious choice in all things. And even though you think that you're, you know well I want to have control over everything because I'm afraid of the outcome ultimately the sin root of that is still pride Mm. like it's still not having trust in the Lord that his plan is better that your plan would be better therefore it is still pride and I think that a lot of people kind of think oh I don't I don't struggle with pride I don't struggle with that sin because I'm humble or because I'm not showy or I don't really care about what I look like or this that or the other but Let's face it, people, and let's level set that all of us deal with pride. Yeah. Whether or not it's hidden or on display might be different, but we all struggle with pride, 1,000%. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I don't know what that's like. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, I definitely struggle with it. I feel like I'm more and more highly aware of it the older <laughs> I and so um, – And so, yeah, it's definitely, I feel like, a struggle we all definitely go through. And so, because I'm, you know, I'm very much that person. Like, I like to have control. Um, You know, I say, we use this example, but, like, you know, like, the reason, one of the reasons I don't like roller coasters. I do not like heights. I have a very fear of heights. But also, I do not like the fact that I have no control. That if it falls off and we die, I can't do nothing about that. And so, like, I hate that feeling that, like, I can't, you know and the people's like well you can die in a car faster i'm like yes but i'm controlling it so <laughs> <it's> like, <laughs> then it is my fault <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah um and so i feel like yeah i feel like when you don't because in a sense when you don't have that control like it can feel very chaotic it can feel very uncomfortable and scary and so even though uh, we serve a god that we can trust who is was faithful and he was good but it's still very very hard because in your mind like well if i If I can control the outcome, if I can control the entire situation, then I can control all of my feelings through the whole process that I can control. I'm not going to get disappointed at the end that nothing's going to, like, it's going to go out perfectly the way I think it's going to be. And it's really dumb that we think these things (laughs) that like we, we can convince ourselves that yes, if I do my own plan and my own way that everything's going to be perfect, I'm not going to get hurt, all these different things. And it's going to, it's going to work out perfectly. But then it's like when you start hitting those roadblocks a little bit and you start stuffing your toe a little bit and you're like, Dad, damn it, man, it's like, this is not panning out, you know? And then, because in your mind you've conducted that you've got this great plan, everything's going to work out, that you don't plan that, oh, it didn't work out. Oh, there is that disappointment. And then you're kind of scrambling to figure out what do I do in the midst of that, those feelings. And so, and which those, in a sense, can be very, very chaotic. And so for anyone who deals with it normally or like for me, like I... I I grew up with a lot of trauma. I deal with depression, anxiety all the time, and still working through a whole lot of things. So for me, especially, especially it's like when those disappointment and non-control or those moments happen, they're a lot more drastic for me. And so because it's then it's just like, oh gosh, like you know this didn't happen. This is terrible. And then you know then it's just like it for me. It spirals to everything else. Well, this is disappointment, so everything else in my life's a disappointment. And so it's just like you know. Uh, Topping on one or each other constantly, and so um, instead of just taking that moment to begin with, and saying, "Okay, here's this thing that's happening, gotta give this to you. I'm gonna trust you in your results and your outcome, because then you're not gonna be. Yes, it might not be the way you wanted to happen. Everything in my life has happened <laughs> the way I never thought it was going to happen, and so, but it's always happened for better. It might not be at the time you want or how quick you want, but it always pans out to what. His plan, which is always better because like you know he's always has a plan, it's always been established since the day before time when he formed you in his mo- you know in your mother's womb like he, he already had everything planned out and so like I said if, you, if we take that time first, but we're human, we, we're simple people we, we want to be prideful, we want to take control and we don't want to immediately give it over to God, even though it's the best possible thing to do and it will save us so much heartache, but we don't do that. Um, and like I said, giving it over to him, resting and trusting in him on his outcome, we would probably do a whole lot better. And resting and knowing that even though we might not see it the way God sees it, it's exactly the way that he wants it to be because he's good and he's sovereign. And so, but it is a hard thing to wrap our minds around, you know, uh, like I said, except that that's, that's the way it's supposed to be. So
2: yeah. And for our good Yeah, and for his glory. Um All the things, you know, I was just thinking about if I had it my way, every time I go somewhere, all of the traffic lights would be green (laughs) every time. (laughs) I would never sit at another red light. I would never get caught off in traffic. I would never be running light, all of those things. But if all the lights were green, God could know that two lights down, somebody's about to run that red light. And, but he's going to, he's going to put me on pause to let something happen. You know, like I think we really don't realize all the things that he is protecting us from. Mm -hmm. Even when we think if this thing happens this way, if this works out in this way, it's going to be the best, Mm -hmm. but he can see outside of just our lives and our tunnel vision and he sees what's going on all around us. Mm -hmm. And so he can protect us from things we never even knew we needed protection from, Mm -hmm. um, in so many different. Different facets.
1: Yeah. I think it highlights like just how I mean prideful. We've touched on this already, yes. But like all of the words, arrogant, short-sighted, all of the the lack of ability that we have to control things just highlights like the desperate need for the Lord that we have, but also the falseness of control that our society has built. Mm. Like, everything is in our hands. You know, we can pull ourselves up from the bootstraps. We can start in poverty and work our way to riches and this, that, and everything. But ultimately, the Lord has a plan for our life. And it may not be the Lord's plan for your life to be wealthy. It may not be the Lord's plan for your life that your life would be long. Any, like, he is the giver and taker of life. He is literally in control of every facet of everything. He cares for the birds of the field. He clothes the lilies. He takes care of everything. So like how arrogant is it for us to think that we know better for our own lives? And I think that's a tough question to like, it's like one of those Christian things like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that. But like in action and in reaction, do we really believe that? I don't think that all of us excel at that in every moment because I know I don't. (laughs) Because I'll be like, dang. I sure, I sure got here Lord. And I look back and it's like, oh, well here was all of the work of my hands. And now I'm here dealing with this disappointment or with this situation that I didn't expect to go this way. Cause why would I, but we're there all the time. Like, it's not like a, I don't think it's a conscious choice but it also at the same time, isn't a conscious choice to trust the Lord all the time either. And um, I want to be better at that. I know that for sure but like how many times has the lord ever failed any of us and why isn't our default to choose him first
3: that's
0: flesh that's why (laughs) oh yeah well that's kind of the thought that i kind of came into my mind is just like like you were just touching on about just trusting the lord it's like it's very cliche like just trust the lord you know with all your might, all your strength all that stuff but it's like but it's a thing that we we tremendously struggle with, and so and I I was very convicted of this. I think it was yesterday, yeah, but yesterday, yeah, yesterday. At church <laughs> um, was just like, do I really trust the Lord? I mean, like, do my actions, do my thoughts act like I say it all the time? Like, Lord, I trust you. I give this to you, Lord, I trust you. But <laughs> my feelings definitely don't feel the same. You know, my reaction is definitely not the same, and so it's like okay, maybe I, I, I'm i not trusting in the Lord. I feel like I do that pretty well. So, like, how do I trust the Lord? Like, how do I make those, you know, actions or those disciplines to know that I'm actually trusting in Him? And so, like, I don't know. What are you, I don't know. What's, help me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I hear you, I hear you. I, um recently, um I've been wanting, I've, As most of you know, I have been sick for like this past Sunday. My voice is almost 100% back, but like 10 weeks, like forever. So I'm like, okay, Lord, what are you trying to teach me here? Like at this point, something's up. (laughs) What am I not hearing from you? Um, And then I'm like, okay, I maybe just need to be healthier. You know, like maybe I need to eat better, exercise, like take, I need to be taking good care of my body. I'm like, okay, Lord, I don't want to. <laughs> I'm here to tell you Lord and you know in, in prayer in serious prayer Lord I don't the idea of exercising sounds so miserable to me. <laughs> I love comfort mm. and exercising is not comfortable. Mm. So Lord please align my desires with yours cuz my heart doesn't want this. Please align. I mean I found myself praying that several times a day daily. Mm. Please align my heart to to yours. Align my desires to yours. <clears throat> Um, it seems, you know, like, Lord, I want this, so give this to me, but like, let's just want his will. And so that's, I literally was praying that because I just didn't. And, you know, I didn't want to do what he calls us to do, which is take care of our bodies. Um, and he did. I mean, he really changed my heart and I just straight up told him, I don't want, (laughs) I don't want to do that. And he said, okay, you know, he, he really does hear us. And so I, I, my husband and I have been reading a book called a praying life. And I've just over the last couple of months been, the Lord has just been saying, come to me, come to me. And, um, prayer has really changed everything, uh, for me and for my husband in the last several weeks. Um, and so don't underestimate that. Um, pray. I'd, I've always been afraid to pray for specific things because I wanted to avoid the disappointment. Mm-hmm. um, And that stemmed from back in 2013, we prayed, Lord, we would like to start a family if the timing's right. We just pray that we would, you know, be able to get pregnant and, you know, start our family. The Lord said, yes, I got pregnant. And then at 13 weeks, we lost the baby. And I'm like, Lord, I submitted this to you. (laughs) You said yes. I don't understand. Um, And it was really difficult. Um. You just it's just one of those things that's you know everybody's like well, you know, maybe the baby wasn't developing Maybe the lord, you know saved the the child from a life of of heartache and disability and disappointment And just my response is he could have healed that too Not helpful like neck like he is god and he didn't have to do it this way and it was very very hard um My prayer life grew immensely my time in scripture Was deep and long and my time with him during that grieving process was very sweet. um I wish of course that it could have been in a different way um, but it wasn't, and I'm taking from that all the good that I can and then five months later, we ended up getting pregnant with our now nine year old and Now, you know, knowing who she is now, it wouldn't have been the same child. It would have just been in a different life like we would have we wouldn't have this nine year old beautiful, sweet little girl. It would be different. You know, everything just would be different. She wouldn't be in the same class that she's in. And, and all these th- the Lord just, he is outside of time and he is sovereign and he can see everything working out the way that it is supposed to. And sometimes it's hard for us, you know, not knowing what are you doing and why are you doing it this way? He's just like, I, I, tr- I promise you, I've got this. Um, and so it doesn't always look like we can't understand it and though and that may be something that i don't understand until heaven um Mm -hmm. if ever and but that is okay because he really does have us a thousand percent yeah i think sometimes
1: and maybe not in all situations or circumstances but one of the ways i think the lord uses disappointment in our lives is to show us what we idolize And like, whether that be the idea of a certain type of family or a certain type of skill or a certain type of anything, like when disappointment really hits and we really have to self-reflect and be like, well, Lord, why am I devastated? Like what is, why is this hurting my heart so hard? Or what is like, is it loss or this or that? But like in those moments, I think the Lord can really highlight the idols that we have. And even if those idols are seemingly good things, like if it's still something we elevate above the Lord,
2: It's not good. It's not good.
1: Like, George and I would love to have a family, but we struggle in the fertility area of that. And being confronted with that idol that I have has really created paralysis in my life for certain times of my life where, you know, I had this idea, well, I don't want children. I just don't want to have children because then I was in control of my infertility. And being able to say I don't want them made it easier to cope with. But, you know, now that the Lord has changed our hearts in that. And like George has always been passionate about wanting a family and wanting to be a father and having to come to grips with like, Lord, this really is in your hands. If it's going to happen, it's only going to happen by your will and your word. And, you know, our hope is that you have this for us, but then trusting him, like, well, what if he doesn't and having to go through all of those emotions and things has highlighted so many areas of my life where I idolize certain things and then i don't prioritize other things and it's just walking through that very hard path of disappointment really makes you reflect on your relationship with the lord your trust in the lord and to cope with those failures of when i am not walking this out the way that i should be Mm -hmm. and really like being dependent on the holy spirit to highlight that and to show you what changes need to be made or how he's working in your life and how it will be good because still being in the middle of the situation, is like, Lord, how is this good for us? But I know that I know that I know by my own experience and by testimonies of others that at the end of this road, there is goodness and the good that he has birthed in our life, even just by being in a different state, in a different church, in different community, in different like thinking and theology, like It is incredible how God beautifully crafts every step, every word, every interaction toward him. And it's like, God, how do you do that? (laughs) Like, We're gonna get to heaven and it's gonna be like, can I see the roadmap of my life? And I know (laughs) that heaven is, I'm not saying (laughs) that, but like the roadmap of my life, I envision it to be like, here's where you could (laughs) have did this. And it's just like this complicated web of his perfection, but we would look at it and be like, whew, that was a mess, Hmm. but he just knows. And he knows exactly what we need to bring us to him. And that's the part that is like unfathomable, I think, by the human mind and the human heart, that from the beginning to the end, it's been written. Like he just knows exactly what we need, whether it be a person who didn't get healed and they're passing and that driving you to prayer or a, a promotion that you really wanted and thought that you were going to get and that you had all the right qualifications for but didn't get it or a spouse's job gets moved out of state and you have to move and it's really scary and you've never done those things like whatever the action steps are to get you where you are God is using that to draw you closer to him like that is so freeing to walk in and to understand but
0: to your point how do we get there yeah Oh yeah. What's well, the thing I think about all the time is, and I think I said it in the last podcast, but you know, a lot of times we, for us, we look back to gain faith to look forward, and so and I feel like, you know, I, I like the roadmap analogy that you use. I mean, uh, I can't even imagine what mine looks like. <laughs> <laughs> it's like. It's probably like the Lord just like this is where I was like, Catherine, Catherine. <laughs> <It's a normal. laughs> um, but yeah, so it's 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 hard. Cause it's like. I do. I feel like God always reminds me of the past. It always reminds me, like, hey, remember, like, you're you're freaking out about this moment, but remember when I was faithful then, and you didn't think there was anything going to happen or anything? Like, God has has been very faithful in my life. But once again, like I said, we're human. We're going to have the, we're going to be full of doubt. We're going to be full of fear, full of worry. That's why we, and it shows our, our dependence on him. Like, we need God. Like, there's so many examples and times in my life where I was just like, okay, Lord, I don't know what in the world uh you're doing and like and it always came out better. It always came out you know, I had ideas and thoughts of what it might come out to be, but it always came out like a thousand times better than I could ever imagine. But it was hard. It was some long seasons, you know. Um, uh, like I said, I you know, I struggle with depression and anxiety and um I had a you know I felt pretty normal growing up. I mean there was a tons of trauma and all kinds of stuff growing up, but that led to that. But like um that was a very hard season like a very hard season and it felt so long but god did so many things on the outskirts that i had no idea and so in my mind if i could go back and be like lord honestly you could have done it all this way or could have just made it all happen immediately but even though like i might not know all the details or all the answers right now but there was a reason why god put me all through that and there was a reason for that season. There was a reason for how long it was and what exactly that I went through. And um, because it's like there's many things I question about and, you know, and think, should that have happened or not have happened and stuff like that. But I rest in knowing that I serve a good and faithful, sovereign God that, um, like I said, like we keep saying, like his ways are, are better than our ways. And um, but it's hard not to try to control that because, you know. Like I said, I keep using, there's so many examples in my life, but I keep using depression anxiety, but like, you want to take control because you want the pain to stop. You want the, whatever situation you're going through, you want it to stop. You want to, you want it to be over with. You want to be, you want to be on the other side, sitting on the beach, super happy as can be. But you know, you have to go through pain to grow. Like if you don't go through disappointment, if you don't go through certain things in your life, like you'll never grow. We'll never know that we need the Lord. Like when God sent His Son to the earth, it wasn't just like, "Hey, here I am. All right, life's gonna be amazing." Like that's called heaven. We'll get there one day. But in the meantime, like He suffered a very painful death. Like and He He struggled leading up to the cross. Like He said, "Please take this cup for me, if it could pay." You know, all those things. Like He's has dealt with all the things that we have gone through, and He and it's still for our good, you know. And so because imagine I'm you know all his disciples all the people around them probably like uh oh, you know this is not the best way to we could, you know stay why you don't you don't need to do all this but he's like but i know you don't see it now but it's good <laughs> you know um but it is it's hard to see that and you know we all I, my biggest thing is i want to show sympathy to anyone like it's it's hard going through life It's hard you know it's hard being an adult <laughs> you know <laughs> it's hard going through struggles and different things and because it's just you know i'm a person that like i like lilies and roses all the time i want everything to be happy and blue skies and we're all having fun and then when like life smacks you it's like oh my gosh this is the most devastating thing in the whole world It's <laughs> like and i just dropped the crayon you know <laughs> <laughs> um but it's hard it's really 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 hard especially when sometimes you don't know what god is doing and it, and resting in letting that control over knowing that his plan is better. Like He has, he is doing something, even though you can't feel it, you can't see it. Cause especially when you're in those moments, there's like 10 times, everything is more exacerbated. And it's 10 times more of like, are you really there, Lord? Are you listening to me? I'm not sure. I've been praying for this thing for months. I've been praying it for years. I've seen nothing leading up to it. Do you, are you sure you know what you're doing? Should I just go ahead and start doing what I feel like I know what I should be doing? And it's hard to just stop and say, All right, Lord. This might be a long road, but I'm going to trust and rest in your results. And so, and you know, these are all I'm gonna say cliches, but easier said than done. Like, um, I'm a person that I'm trying to still learn. You know, practice what you preach and stuff. And so, because it's hard for me to trust sometimes, because like I, like I said, I have I've lived a very hard life. I mean, not to say that no one else has, but I I grew up with a lot of trauma. Um, You know, I lost my dad. I went through very severe depression, anxiety. I got very sick. That almost took my life a couple of times. Like I went through a lot of different things and it was just like, what are we doing, Lord? (laughs) What path are we going? What is happening here? But the thing I I cling to the most and I say all the time um, after, you know, if I say a prayer or I'm frustrated or like I don't, you know, know what you're doing or anything like that, I always end it with, Lord, no matter what, I'm always going to love you. No matter what, I'm always going to trust you. Like, there there will never be a day that I turn my back on you. There will never be a day that's, you know, I
3: could be, um. um I could be in a ditch somewhere. But I will never stop singing your praises. You know? um,
0: Like, that will, it, things will always, um, change in my life and go through ups and downs and stuff but like you know that's the only for me one of the best things in my life is the lord knowing that he has a plan knowing that he's good and sovereign um and that He is a very loving father um i think i said the scripture in the last podcast but um in psalms where it says that you know we can confidently trust and knowing that he will take care of us and so um that's the thing for me that i hold on to the most is that you know i no matter what, you know, as it says in scripture, like our suffering is gain, you know, all those things. And, um, like I, like I said, I tell them all the time, like, I, no matter what, I'm always going to trust and love you. Like that will never change. There's, no matter how hard life gets or what, um, gets thrown in my way, um, I will never stop loving him.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: We suffer
1: with Christ. Yeah. And, you know, coming out of the type of church and type of theology that george and i came out of like suffering was not viewed as anything beneficial to our walk really it's like you know push through go to the next level perseverance all of those things but it wasn't really received in part of living on earth is suffering like we live in a fallen world this world is not perfect there is sickness there is evil Like that's just the reality of the world we live in and suffering is part of our walk because how would we know what is good if we didn't experience suffering? How would we know joy? Like, you know, if you think about, you know, let's use a movie for example, but in a movie, the very spoiled or very like privileged kid or whatever, like they have no, they have joy and happiness on the surface, but they don't know true joy because everything has just been easy. But when you know what has been hard, you can really learn what is good and good by God's definition, not just good by our definition. Because we think this is good and it is like, you know, this food tastes good, but it's going to kill me. Like (laughs) we don't know what good is. And I think like coming out of such wonky theology, doubting Thomas always got such a bad rap because like. Oh, well, he had to see to believe. And like, you know, even Jesus says like, blessed are those who haven't seen and yet believe. But I don't think that we really take into account like how loving God was in that situation. Like here's Thomas who wasn't with the disciples when Jesus came, he didn't know, and he's just taking their word, but imagine the scene and where they're at. But Jesus met him in that moment and didn't condemn him. He didn't say, I can't believe you you did this. I can't believe that you don't just trust that I'm here. But even in the midst of the disappointment of Christ's death, because like, sure, they hoped that he would return and that he was who he said he was and all of that, but they didn't really know until it happened. And that when Jesus met him and offered him his hands and his side, and he confessed, Lord, this, I believe, like, how loving it was for Jesus to meet him in that moment. And I think as we struggle through life and we struggle through reconciling when things don't go our way or go the way that we think they should, or when we're struggling to believe that the Lord is good in the midst of it, that God meets us where we're at, like he is loving and he is compassionate and he is faithful and it's for his glory and our good that we go through these things and how gracious he is to meet us in that space. Like as traumatic as your childhood was or as hard as miscarriages or the burden of infertility or whatever, like God is meeting us. And there is a an open hand saying, here are the holes in my hands. Yeah. And here is the wound in my side. Like, do you believe what I have is better for you? And I wanna be more faithful
2: at believing that. Yeah. I feel like in so many different areas of my life, through different conversations with different friends, um, even um, Gospel Community Church, the church we all attend. (laughs) There we go. It's in. Um, We've been studying, you know, the book of Luke. And um, there's so much of the Lord telling me, have an eternal perspective. Keep your mind set on things above, not things of this world. And seeing that, you know, the challenges that we're facing right now. Okay, the Lord's going to bring us through them. He's going to show His faithfulness, and then everything's going to be roses for a year, maybe. And something something else is going to happen. You know, like this is that's called life. This is that's life. That's brokenness here in this world. Um, but Luke, um, chapter twelve, verse thirty-two. Uh, we just went over this section. <clears throat> he says, fear not, little flock, for it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Mm-hmm. I just loved that. Um, it, he is our good shepherd. He is protecting us. And of course, then you go to Psalm 23. He lets us lie down in green pastures. We, No matter what we're going through, we're lying down in green pastures because To think of the spiritual realm everything that he is truly protecting us from he is protecting us from the pits of hell Mm. that he has defeated through the cross and his death burial and resurrection he is protecting us and has protected us and will protect us from so much more than the trials that we're walking through in this life um because no matter what we're going through right now in five years it's going to be different Mm. it's going to be over in some way um it's all going to change but eternity our eternity that we have because of Christ is solid mm. that is what we're living for and he is it's his good pleasure that he is giving us the kingdom and not just as kirk was saying in his sermon not just a bigger house because we're outgrowing this one or not just a new car or not just the promotion or not just a billion dollars the kingdom and that's what we're living for everything here is so trivial you know maybe you did just miss out on a promotion in 30 years it won't matter he yeah. will have provided for you for you in different ways yeah. he will he's giving you the kingdom <laughs> and i i'll I, I hope you heard that in the sermon this last week when it is our day and we are called to glory you're not going to be able to say, but did you see my savings account? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I literally laughed. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, Lord, look at my savings account. Doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. Lord, you, you know, didn't you see all the letters at the end of my name? I have all these worldly accomplishments or whatever it may be. Our ultimate goal is the kingdom. And I'm also thinking about God disciplines those he loves. Um, I discipline my children when they sin because there are consequences to sin. And it helps them to grow and learn how to walk in righteousness. But there's also another definition to discipline, and that is our daily disciplines, our the way that we train our bodies, the way that we feed our bodies, the way that we feed our souls, the discipline of getting in the Word every day. All of these things are so good for us. And so it's just good. You know, the Lord walks us through so many different things to shape our heart and to make our hearts more like Christ, which is the ultimate goal. And if we didn't have trials, if we didn't have disappointments, if there was no brokenness, why would we need God? And so you have mm-hmm. to have these things um, just to show you his goodness. And every single person here is broken. Every, we're all sinners. <laughs> so, you know, if you're like, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I'm I'm great. I don't need God. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> I think
1: the, like what you're saying about, We're living for heaven, like God's good pleasure is to give us the kingdom, and like our heart and the wickedness of our heart is exposed by what we put our treasure in. Is our treasure in savings accounts or in our education or in our jobs or in our children or whatever other idols we have before us, or are we really collecting money bags that don't rot and that are filled with eternal eternal things and building a treasure in heaven, like? The time is coming. <laughs> like, Jesus is coming back. And whether it's in our lifetime or not, like, we can all agree that the days are getting darker. Yeah. He's coming back. Yeah. Like,
2: <laughs> yeah. And I think you said it a, a couple of podcasts ago. He's closer now than he ever has been. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, yeah. you're thinking, now we're closer. I think Kirk even said it. Like, you're closer to dying now than you were at the beginning of the sermon. <laughs> he said, you know, like, and to think, I, I think, what, I mean, I know I'm not old, but I cannot believe I'm 35 y'all. <laughs> like <laughs> it goes by so fast. And uh, Kirk also recently said, a wise man prepares to die every day. Mm. Like that is what we're living for. Mm. And all of this stuff is just so fleeting. It is so, so fleeting. And he's going to work it out. Like So I, I'm more encouraged now today to just soak in all of the soul change the sanctification what more can i learn about god through this trial than the material thing that is actually happening in life you know like how can i see god as a as bigger how can i learn to how can i learn more about him how can i know him better through all of these situations and if that is more of our focus then i don't like this piece of my life how can i change it how can i how can i put this back how can i fix this thing just to zoom out a little bit and have that eternal perspective over the worldly thing that's temporary anyway.
0: What do you think is a kind of an encouragement for people that are like, this all sounds fantastic, I get it. But I feel like, you know, a struggle like when you're in the midst of that season, you're in the midst of the disappointment and the struggles, it's a little harder to hear all that truth. It's a little harder (laughs) to hear the encouragement, the, hey, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Like, We're like, yeah, I, yeah, sure, I see it, I believe it, but I don't feel that at all, you Mm -hmm. know. And because the 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 disappointment, the pain, everything is way higher and way louder than anything. Like, what what is a good encouragement for those kind of people that are currently in the midst of their situation, and how to just keep going?
2: (laughs) (laughs) The first thing that comes to my mind is pray without ceasing and be diligent. I think, I mean, I don't want anyone to think that I'm saying, pray and kick your feet back. Like, the Lord's just going to work it out. You don't have to do anything. Um, My life has been changed by praying, honestly. I used to think, like, oh, you have to have this, like, reverent, you know, like, this certain prayer speech, you know? Like, no. (laughs) I literally, you know, last summer prayed, Lord, I'm so frustrated. I have been praying about this one thing to you for months and I'm not hearing your voice. I feel like you're not answering me. And I am frustrated. And he changed my heart. He, he, he brought the thing. I think he, he needed me to get to a place of realness with him, a, a, a tender place with him. And for me to admit, you know, see where, where was my pride and all of those things. And so just praying diligently. And then what are you supposed to do next? You know, I mean, I can't pray. Lord, make me healthy, and Mm. and continue with the cheese dip. Y'all know I'm always bringing up the cheese dip. (laughs) Like, you can't just pray and sit back and kick your feet up. Like, all right, Lord, you're you work for me. Mm.
3: Is really what you're saying.
2: If you don't actually put your own boots on the ground too, Mm. um, you know, it's kind of like our. You know, our church is looking for a new building right now. Um we are we're leasing a place and our lease is coming to an end like so we've we've got to find a new place to to move to we just can't sit back and say all right lord dump a church in our lap could he do it 100 percent. i as as part of the team am, am diligently looking where what we are exploring all avenues that the lord might be opening that door for you to you know like oh this this church might be merging with another church. Let's see what they're doing with this building. That college is merging with another college. Let's see what they're doing with their building. We're gonna we're gonna walk through every door that's cracked. And the Lord's gonna lead us to the right one in the right time in the right place. And you have to be diligent. Like you can't just sit back and pray and like the Lord is your servant. He did come as the servant king. He has served us and but he calls us to a life of of stewarding and and diligence as well. And so Um, pray expectantly and listen like what what's he calling you to do because a lot of times there there is action on our part uh, from the lord so
1: i think a lot of time that action is to die to ourself because like you know we get caught up in works-based faith or do working too hard in our flesh and like well i can do these things and like that all is you know motivated by our own heart or whatever but a lot of that is just submitting to the holy spirit and sacrificing your flesh. <laughs> like there is work to be done. The Lord has good works reserved for us to do. Do them. Pray for wisdom on what what steps we should be taking because none of this is saying well, to avoid disappointment, don't do anything or don't make any plans or don't take any steps forward just wait because that's not that's not the intent of this podcast for sure. There are steps to be taken. There are things to do. Pray specifically about what that is and what the Lord has for you in that. You know, we make plans and we have intentions and all of those things and they fall apart. Yes, this, that, and the other, but pray that the Lord would lead you and that you would have the wisdom to do the right things at the right time. And there will still be disappointment in that because suffering through that is part of our growth and part of our journey toward the Lord but pray without ceasing. And I I love that. And I love that book, A Praying Life. It has been instrumental, like even in my view with anxiety and how anxiety is just another opportunity to be bowed before the Lord because we are not in control. (laughs) He is in control. And it is another extreme reminder of how desperate we are for His presence and what a gift at the same time like his burdens are light doesn't always feel that way in the moment but it is a joy to pray and to submit and to sacrifice our flesh and to live like
3: we're living for him absolutely um yeah i think
0: in my mind you know i keep down and think of that person who's in that season and who is struggling and. And like I said before, just, it's easier said than done, but keep mm-hmm. trusting. Even when you you can't see the light at the end of the tunnel, you can't see the road up ahead. Um, just to keep trusting that you serve a faithful God, you know, that it, who, who knew what needed to be done for your sins, which, you know, we couldn't do anything about those things. Like he had to literally, you know, send his son to die for that, you know, um, and cared that much to do that, you know that you know he the god of the universe came to earth to be with us to dwell with us and to save us like that's an incredible thing to do and didn't just leave us in you know the chaos and the sins of the world that we had committed since the you know the beginning of time and um that's a that's a faithful god and so we could see his faithfulness through his word we could see his faithfulness if you it would be like well i don't see it i've been doing this i've been doing that like if you actually stopped and took the time to think about God's faithfulness, I guarantee you will find one thing for sure. Oh, yeah. You know, Um, because he's always been faithful. He has and always will. That will never change his faithfulness and his goodness. So um, I know it's hard and doesn't make any sense. I just keep trusting. And so, and that's what you had said earlier, Heather, I, I tell this to people all the time, it's like, even though you're in this season right now, there will be a time that you get to finally look back on that season and be like, man, mm. I overreacted, or that was <laughs> a lot, or anything. Like, it will eventually be over. It might be a long time. It might be a short time. But there will be a time you eventually will get to look back and say, that's over. This is the stuff that I learned, and this is what grew me, like you are saying, it grows us closer to the Lord, and we get to see his faithfulness. Like, you can always trace his faithfulness. You can always trace his hand, even if you're not seeing in the moment. When you look back, you'll see it and you know like i said i've been through a lot of hard things in my life but when i look back i can see his hand i could see what he did i could see me even when i thought i was ready for this the lord's like no 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 no, you're not you're not yet and i still needed to go through a, you know that season or whatever it was and so just continue to trust him you know um in the midst of it so fear not little flock
2: yeah <laughs> and it's his good pleasure yes mm-hmm. i love that part it's his mm-hmm. good pleasure to give us the kingdom yes like sometimes i think like well he has to mm-hmm. no ma'am <laughs> he does not no yeah. ma'am no ma'am <laughs> i'll also say a second ago katherine you said i've been doing this and i've been doing that and i heard myself
3: because
2: <laughs> a few weeks ago i'm like i need to do this i haven't been doing this enough i need to i need this like because you know season of sickness and i just I felt like i was always in a fog and i'm like well i haven't been really praying enough and like well you know i haven't really been Reading scripture enough. I haven't been, I've been doing this and I haven't been doing that. And the Lord was like, <laughs> "Stop.
3: Mm.
2: I want your heart. Mm. Do you think that you're gonna earn my favor <laughs> mm. by praying more? Do you think you're gonna? You know, it's just like, okay, that's right. Yeah, mm. I, I just fell into this mentality because I was in just a rut. I was just in a dry, a dry spell, and I'm like, I need to do this. I got to do this. I got to do that. And I need to, I need to stop into Like, all of it was, I gotta. I got to do, and I got to don't, <laughs> I got to oh, yeah. not. Um, and it was just such a reminder that God says, seek first my kingdom. Yeah. Seek him first and focus on those things. And then my desires changed and my, you know, my heart, my heart changed. And so that was just super, a little smack in the face <laughs> <that> I got <laughs> not too long ago. <laughs>
3: mm.
0: Yeah. Um, I, I struggle with that constantly I, mm-hmm. there's so many times that I'm like oh man I'm doing good and my faith's not good and do, doing good so I need to do these things and I need to build my faith up and I get stronger and it's like the Lord's like but you need the faith of mustard seed but yeah but you want to uh, get all <laughs> yeah. it's a,
1: I, that yeah. faith based or not faith based but works based yeah. salvation mm-hmm. just creeps right it's a trap. in trap yeah. it just creeps right <laughs> in so easy because the world it,
2: is like you got to earn your yeah. spot Yep. you got to climb that ladder. you yeah, got to do yep. this and that. And the yeah. Lord's like, don't
0: listen to them. It's yeah. Oh, yeah. so hard. Because it's like, you get like, okay, well, I'm not reading. My, clearly, the situation's happening because I'm not praying enough. I'm not reading my Bible enough. I'm not worshiping enough. So clearly, that's why the situation's happening. And so it's like, no, it's, yeah. it's not at all. Life's always going to happen. Okay. Obstacles are always going to happen. Those are just opportunities for you to draw closer to the Lord. Not because, Mm -hmm. oh, if I do this, then this thing will go away. Like, no. Yeah,
1: because it puts a a value Mm -hmm. and what we believe our value to be in our hands and in our control. And the Lord just values us. It's not based on what we've done. And I think he's proven that through his plan for salvation. It was by no work that any of us did that we have been chosen and elected and, like, that the holy spirit regenerated our hearts and we believe in christ like that isn't by nothing that we have offered yeah not at all yeah our value is simply in that he loves us yeah. mm-hmm. that's it
0: yeah i think kirk said it yes pastor kirk said it yesterday um he's like he loves you but he also he likes you like yeah you, yeah he wants <laughs> yeah. to yeah that
1: mm-hmm. was like oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're known
2: <laughs> and wanted
1: yes right ladies? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes oh
0: yeah but that's it's amazing that there, you know, even when we're going through things and we don't feel or see Him, that He is like, I like you, I want to be around you, like I'm near you. I'm not, I haven't left you. Mm-hmm. Like you're going through a hard season, but I'm with you the entire way. Like I haven't left you. I'm always here for you. We're never alone. Like as we have the Holy Spirit, like we are never, never alone. You know, um, and I pray that we're always aware of that because I feel like in those moments we're not aware. We just automatically we're alone. We're going through all this by ourselves. And it's like, no, God promised us with the Holy Spirit that we would never, ever be alone. And so, to so pray in those hard seasons that you remember, you're not alone. God's got even when you don't know what to say and you're so daggum frustrated. The Holy Spirit sends our groanings up to Him. Like that's that's a good Father mm-hmm. that He is there with us. That in when we're just sitting and we're crying and we're in our puddle or whatever, like. He inclines his ear to us. He kneels down. He sits there with us, and he has gone through and knows exactly what we're going through. Um, and he's faithful to pick us up, you know. Um, that's, just, that's the good God that we serve. Um, as we come to a close, as we say with every podcast, we hope that this is hope for you. We hope that if you're going um, through a season that's hard right now and you're walking through disappointment, you're walking through all these things, or you don't know what to do, reach out not only just to say hey you know of course we would love to hear from you we would love to pray with you encourage you um but i guarantee the people also around you that would also love to hear from you that you should reach out to whether it's your church whether it's a friend anything reach out to somebody um but like i said you can always reach out to us we have an email be a
1: still and grow podcast at gmail.com
0: and we would love to um yeah, we would love to hear from you and be of any help that we can. So like I said, this is not the main tool, but this can be a tool to be helpful in any way. So with that, as always, we love you guys. Um, Nicole, can you please pray us out? Absolutely.
1: Lord, you are good. You are kind. You are faithful. You are true. You are loyal. You are loving and compassionate. You're a good father. You're a good friend. Lord, you are literally everything. And I thank you, God, for conviction. I thank you that you're not done with us yet and that you have a purpose for every moment. God, every trial, every suffering, every situation and circumstance, God, is for your glory and somehow miraculously is for our good. Lord, help us to remember that in the moments where things are going great and in the moments where things seem desperate, God, that you have a plan and it is perfect and that there is nothing on this earth that could put you on plan B. There is only plan A and it is perfect. Lord, bring rest to our hearts and wisdom to our minds. Lord, let our actions show Christ in every situation and circumstance. Lord, even walking through suffering and walking through disappointment, that we would be a mirror of what your son would look like. God, we love you. And we thank you as hard as it is to say, thank you for the suffering. Thank you for the disappointment, Lord. My heart so wants to say it because I know that it is good, even when it doesn't make sense.
3: We love you, Lord. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.
2: Thanks for listening. Please email us at bestillandgrowpodcast at gmail.com with your questions, comments, ideas, and prayer requests. For more content from Gospel Community Church, check out the Training
1: Day Podcast, hosted by George Jones.
0: This is Catherine, Heather, and Nicole. Join us next time. We'll save you a seat. Until then, be still, still and grow. grow.